question. You ain't got the answer, Sway. 2 Corinthians 3.17, that's the whole ball game. In the name of Jesus, you be made whole by the power of God. Ooh, the Sunrise Church mirrors our hand. We're 15 cents. All right. Uh, basement Full of Heretics, episode 13. Moses, what's up? We're doing pretty good, man. Uh, it's episode 13. I know last week we talked about, um, I don't know, Kai is here. I'll, I'll introduce her in a minute. Uh, last week we had episode 12.5. Um, we thought about skipping episode 13 because bad luck. Um, so my apologies. <laughs> <laughs> my apologies to Kaya uh, for being on uh, on episode 13. If you weren't here, I was thinking we could make this like the the Juju episode. <laughs> Just talk oh, about no. <laughs> <laughs> me and Emil had a conversation about it like should we just like do an episode about like spiritualism and the occult uh, <laughs> which uh, we still might do but we just realized we don't know anything about it like we're like it would literally, <laughs> literally be a two minute podcast like yo that'd ghosts that'd be very much freestyle yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah like literally making uh, stuff up man. yeah but that's not but that's not but that's not too much of a deviation of what we normally do man yeah yeah but I, I i the thing is i don't even want to i don't even want to speculate when it comes to demons and and uh and the dark arts because uh yo 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 let me tell you something let me tell you something absolutely crazy all you guys when i was a kid in africa they used to tell us this thing that apparently if you like picked up money from like on the street like you just picked it up and you and you took it and you spent it the moment you spend it that night uh, like the demon who left the money is going to come and ask for it and if you can't give it they're taking your soul <laughs> I was like, oh my Bro. goodness. It was actually after that, hey. Yeah. Dude, no, you yeah. Dude, yeah that sounds actually... like that'll be that'll be that'll be traumatic even if you hadn't spent the money. Like yeah. <laughs> just the fact that a demon's coming to you in the middle of the night asking for money. Um yeah, I don't know, man. Trauma big uh big feature in our childhoods. Um but anyway, I I know I, I dropped Kaya's name a couple times, so I'll give her a chance to introduce herself. Um, so like you all have probably seen from the episode title, we do have a very special guest here today. Um, we have Kaya Mara of, uh, did I say your last name right? We, we didn't go yeah. over this before. Okay, perfect. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, yeah, we have Kaya Mara of Hear Me Out fame. Uh, one, of, one of my personal favorite podcasts, something I was listening to um, a few months before we even started Basement Full of Heretics. Um, we'll get into that maybe a little little bit later but kai just give you a chance to to say hi tell us a bit, little bit about who you are hi um yeah as moses said my name is kaya um <clears throat> i um yeah i have my podcast hear me out um, um on there i kind of talk everything about you know lifestyles spiritual um stuff my faith kind of things that i'm learning along the way things that i like have learned and want to share um and yeah like it's it's just a good time it's something that i've had a passion for and just kind of to share my knowledge and just you know have people along the way on this journey growing with me um i'm also a student i go to u of a i am in um psychology and yeah <laughs> yeah, that's you know not yeah. too much going on in these times, but yeah, that's a little bio on me. Yeah, I never mentioned this. I was I was a psych minor for like two years. Um, I never you took didn't a like it. No, I didn't take a single psych class. Um, oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
just because I, I, I have a theory that like 17 year olds shouldn't be allowed to pick their university majors because like what do you know about university um but yeah i just i just signed up for psych because it was like people always say like bio major psych minors like the classic it made I'm, sense together no it's like i'm the i'm going to med school combo <laughs> Which is definitely the mindset I was in, like at least for the two that minutes. Was me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ah, everybody, bio major psych minor. It's like, oh, okay, give it two years, man. Um, <laughs> um but yeah, uh, so like you like like Kaya said, she's uh she's the host to hear me out. Um and we talked about this a little bit before the show. Um I know you started when did you start? Do you like specifically what month did you start? My podcast? Yeah, yeah. Um, I launched um, July, beginning of July um, 2020. Okay, yeah, that sounds about wow. right. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I remember I started listening to it over the summer. Um, mm-hmm. And we, we talked Were about... Were you... Oh, yeah? Did you, get, did, you, did you get the idea for the podcast, like, like the pre-pandemic or, like, during the pandemic? No, That's like, a good I've question. had it for a while. I've had it for... Um, I want to say maybe like a year and a half before, but it was just like, it was a thing of fear stopping me and me kind of wanting to perfect everything before starting and mm. not really like not having the time, honestly, to start. Cause like yeah. just life was just going so fast and I'm just like, Oh no, like you need to have this, you need to have this before you can, you know, get into anything. And then yeah, like pandemic came and then it's like life just, stop time froze so it's like okay now you have no more excuses so what's gonna happen you know yeah 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 yeah, yeah that's sick man that, like, the pandemic really shows you like what you're passionate about because you have so much time now you can do anything and yeah if you don't, if you don't do it it's kind of like you run out of excuses um, it's, it's, it's actually mad interesting because like out of the pandemic you had people who were like hatching their dreams and like going after it and you had some other people who like everything just fell apart it's just interesting how like yeah. the same how the same event could like either make you and just like put you on this amazing trajectory or just like absolutely unravel everything you were doing before. Mm-hmm. No, honestly. And it sucks though. Cause like you would love to see everybody, you know, making the best out of the situation, everybody like uh-huh. not losing, yeah. you know, their jobs and all these things. But I mean, everybody's time comes in season. So you kind of have to take yours and, you know, go mm-hmm. with it yeah mm-hmm. yeah like it would have just been nice to get nine months off like without the virus um <laughs> yeah <laughs> but i guess <laughs> uh there's nothing there's nothing uh n- nah, i guess blessings don't just come come like that um i was wondering though and I, I, I know we, we didn't talk about this before but like was there anything in particular that like set off the idea of wanting to start a podcast um or like how'd you how'd you get into that frame of mind like nothing nothing externally i don't think yeah. it was it was just it was more so that i'm such a um like i've said this on my podcast a lot that i'm such like an analytical in my head type of person like yeah i'm always like i'm always processing things i'm always like self-reflecting and doing all these things and like even in my friend group like i'm i'm the advisor <laughs> like when there's a problem <laughs> you know like just by natural instinct i'm always like okay this is the issue um you know and these are kind of the ways to solve it so to me it was just like um i should like i should be able to use this or kind of like have an outlet to kind of share these things and also to grow and expand my knowledge and um yeah, like an opportunity to 
um, pour out kind of what I'm learning and to help people and like on a broader sense type of thing. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Not that I'm an expert in any of these things, you know, yeah. but I just felt like. Hey, man, it was don't just... sell yourself short. Don't sell yourself yeah, short. Yeah, no. No. <laughs> no, like I. I like, like, I try I, I tried not to say all of that, but, you know, just kind of like, of course, we're going to get into that. Yeah, but, exactly. You know, it's just... exactly what we're about to talk about. <laughs> but, yeah, it's more of just like. Um, like it would just it would it would it wouldn't make sense for me to just sit on all of the stuff that I have inside it because it's like you all know these when, gems all these gems yeah you know <laughs> you know kind of when you're in class and like the teacher asks a question and you know people are answering but they're just way off and you're sitting there like I know the answer I know the yeah. answer so it's kind of like why not speak up yeah. why not use it you must feel that yeah, all yeah. the time eh? everyone's so wrong <laughs> <laughs> no yo yo no. let me let me tell you some absolute jokes man like when you're like when you're a teacher and you literally see a kid so confident in the wrong answer, it's actually so fun. <laughs> like, how, do you, how do you address that? Does it depend on who the no, kid is? Like, do you shoot him down like aggressively? Or the general, like... generally, 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 this is the optimistic thing. Generally, even even like super wrong answers have shreds of truth, and so you like highlight the truth and stuff, and just like, hey, you're sort of close, but like not really. Like yeah, you're way yeah, off, yeah. but like you're you're sort of close, <laughs> even though you're mostly wrong. Yeah. yeah. It's a soft Not note. to discourage them fully. Uh. Yeah. yeah, I know. I used to work at a at a summer camp. Like we're not not really summer camp, but we did like science workshops in schools and like elementary schools. And so they told they taught us to do it, like they call it a soft no. So you don't say no, but you do like what Emil said. Like oh, you know you're close. Um, Let's try to get there. And we were supposed to never say no. So sometimes you're like a grade two class and you ask kids questions like what color is the sky, everybody? Some kids are like purple. And you're like. <laughs> Almost, maybe. It's like maybe. I mean, <laughs> like it's like purple is letter E, and so does blue. So I guess you're purple. I mean, honestly, those are the kinds of answers we would give them. I um, mean, with kids, they need that type of encouragement. Like I was the type of student that if you shut me down once, I'm gonna think twice before I, you know, offer my answer the second time. Yeah, yeah for real. You can't have that. And like you can, you can actually destroy someone. Like, like, and like. Like it's gonna, it's gonna literally like affect them in everything they do. Like you don't realize that like small, yeah. small little like judgments will just like wreck someone's like entire like thing for years, and years, and years. Yeah. But uh, just getting back to like the to Kaya and, and hear me out. I know, like I was saying before, like I think I started listening to it over the course of the summer. We talked about this a little bit before we started recording. Um, but I know when I first started listening to it, I think what really drew me to it was. Um, you know, it's it seemed like 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 a podcast that you were making on your own terms. That it was kind of you know you pick the topic, you pick the general tone, the things you talked about. Um, I also like that it's kind of, it's really wholesome and uplifting. And I, I I don't I don't say that like in any sort of like negative or like denigrating way. Like it's genuinely like re- ref- <laughs> like refreshing. Um, I listen to quite a few podcasts, and I probably shouldn't listen to most of them. Like when I, <laughs> when I really when I really think about it. Um, but, but yours was like, actually like a place where it seemed as though your, your intent was to help people. And I know you, yeah. you talk about like sharing those gems. I don't know if that's, if that's the, that's the thinking you had when you, when you first got the idea, but that's, that's, that's what I picked up or that, that's what really, really attracted me to it. Um, yeah. Um, sorry not to cut you off, but, um, yeah. Yeah, like, just like you said, like, there's a lot of podcasts out there that, um, um, like, most, a lot of them 
like right now or for you know entertainment purposes yeah. you know that's all yeah. you know that's all good and fun but i felt like i felt like just like in this specific well in like most um particularly in the season that like i started it it was like i felt like there was a need for uh kind of more um like to address those mental health problems you know to address kind of um like those inner workings and I felt mm-hmm. like that was the need in that time. So not so much that I was like, oh, this is all wrong. But, you know, every there's kind of a spot for everything. And I felt like that was kind of missing more so in like the in the lives of the people around me, because there are a lot of amazing podcasts that, you know, do speak on the same things that I speak on as well. But a lot of people um, like have reached out to me before, um, like from hear me out and have said that before hear me out they didn't really listen to podcasts and like now it's something that they've opened up to and they've you know gotten into that area of learning more about mental health and learning more about you know their faith or their discovery or kind of like how to work through problems in their life and i'm sure like you guys have gotten the same like a lot of people probably were not you know into podcasts or listening to podcasting because they kind of think of podcasting as like I don't know, news reporting or something. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> But, like, yeah. before, you know, before people that you know or, like, people in your circle, like, before you guys do it, people aren't really exposed to it. So it's kind of, like, um, yeah, I kind of wanted to be that channel, I guess. Do you personally listen yeah. to a lot of podcasts? Just wondering. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't listen to, like, as many as I did before. Uh-huh. I know, I guess, yeah, kind of kind of with timing and kind of getting familiar with stuff yeah. you just kind of fall off yeah, a bit yeah, but yeah. yeah i definitely love listening to podcasts just kind of um like when i'm in my house like even if i'm not 100 percent fully paying attention you're kind of catching things in and out you know like i don't have to sit in front of a screen and watch it but like i can hear on the go and all that yeah yeah that's definitely the you know I, podcast yeah i also think i think one of the interesting thing benefits of podcasts is like when you, if you listen to like a a wide variety of podcasts you just become a more interesting person like mm-hmm. you just you just know a lot of just like interesting stuff like yeah. i remember like you, you talk to people you're like yo you do you read a lot of books it's like yeah. nah, man i don't read like i just listen to podcasts and i just yeah that's facts gather information I, from people i listen to people who read books yeah <laughs> yeah i wish you listen to summary <laughs> no but yeah i was actually gonna say that like listening well listening to a lot of podcasts is almost like reading a lot of books because you are collecting information from people who are knowledgeable in different areas right mm-hmm. yeah that's why i find it so weird when podcasts have like a video element which is although like to be honest it's something we're trying to work on for, for base and full of heretics but i know i meet people who say like oh yeah i sit there and watch a three-hour joe rogan podcast on youtube I'm like are you a sociopath like what is wrong with you <laughs> three hours yeah because his podcast that, his podcasts are that long <laughs> and so people just sit there and watch it on youtube for three hours it's like yo man you people are sick i listen no, to but, but this, like but, an hour and a half <laughs> but there are some podcasts which are just the videos mad interesting like the breakfast club yeah. their stuff is mad yeah interesting. Yeah, yeah but breakfast club that's like a, that's like an event that's like a show yeah honestly yeah. <laughs> that's like tmz so <laughs> Oh yeah, I, dude! I just got like such a vivid flashback to the TMZ days. Yeah, TMZ like someone could have a fight. <laughs> there could literally be a fight in that office. Um, <laughs> at some point, the wasn't show. there? Wasn't there a fight with Kanye? Yeah, with uh, Van Lathan. <laughs> um, anyway, though. Yeah, a lot of confrontations for sure there. Uh, the 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 polar opposite of TMZ. Hear me out. Um, so like I said before, obviously. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, obviously that that's Kaya's podcast and. 
Uh, long story short, anyone listening right now, let's make sure you go you go hit subscribe on Hear Me Out. Um, of course, you know make sure you hit subscribe on Basin Full of Heretics, uh, Joel yeah. Osteen podcast for the OGs. If you know if you know you know. <laughs> um, it's just a running joke on on the podcast. I don't know how you feel about Joel Osteen, but uh, but oh. uh, we uh, we love him here. <laughs> sort of, not first. really, but <laughs> uh, yeah. Make sure you uh, everybody hits subscribe on Hear Me Out. Um, but we actually did have a topic that we wanted to talk about uh, this week. Uh, anyone's listening, yeah. obviously you see it in the title. Um, we kind of wanted to hit on uh, imposter syndrome. I know it's something, uh, Kai, you've talked about uh, before on Hear Me Out. Mm-hmm. I feel like you've talked about it on more than one episode. Am I right? I probably mentioned it in um, maybe like the following episode after, but like I had one main um episode that was specifically yeah 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 imposter syndrome yeah i think that's that's definitely one which uh which i guess left an impression on me um and so i thought you know when we invited you on like it'd be nice to have kai on to talk about this thing um because like like we said before obviously me and emil you know we like doing this podcast together but no one wants to hear us every single week uh just because i want to hear you uh (laughs) they do but they don't <laughs> don't don't give in to that spirit, Moses. Uh, so really quickly, uh, Kyle, um, for imposter syndrome, when did you even first hear that word? Because I only heard about that word like two years ago. Was or maybe that's when it became a thing. But like, when yeah. did you first hear that idea of like imposter syndrome? Yeah, I want to say like about like a year and a half to maybe two years ago. Like, and it was on Twitter. I feel like every every new yeah. term is like found yeah. on Twitter nowadays. Yeah. You know, normalized. Um, yeah oh normalize yeah <laughs> like perpetuates that, everything, everything I, I actually perpetuates a bit older you need to just read more books <laughs> like people need to start citing citing twitter yeah. when they say all these terms you know mm-hmm. but um yeah it was somewhere on twitter that um i think i saw like a bunch of um artists or creatives that were kind of just talking about their art and like how um they sometimes feel discouraged or they sometimes like they doubt themselves and how it's hard to kind of motivate themselves to work or how it's hard to kind of, um, you know, continue in their work because they don't really, they don't like entirely believe in it or they feel like people sometimes just gassing them up just because, you know, like they don't hundred mm-hmm. percent believe in it. So I was just like, I was like, hmm, like I do feel like that in like more ways than one and more ways than I've actually realized, but I didn't like, I didn't know that there was a term for it first of all. And I didn't really like pay attention to it in my life. So like seeing that conversation was like, okay, so like I'm not the only one and it's not entirely weird that I kind of feel inadequate sometimes like other people that are very much talented and that, that if they didn't say this, I would not think that they felt this way at all. I would like look at them and think that they're, you know, 100% confident in what they do. And so like seeing that was just like, okay, so I'm not weird type of thing because to me, I feel yeah. like people on the outside look at me like I'm 100% confident. I know what I'm doing all the time. And I'm yeah, just yeah. like, if only you guys knew like half of the things that go on in my head. So it's just like, yeah, that's where I kind of got it from. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't want to make it seem as if like we're just interviewing you because I think we talked about it before. Like I've, I've definitely dealt with feelings of imposter syndrome. Um, Emil, mm-hmm. I don't know if you have. You should have. Um, but... Uh, <laughs> I'm wondering, I'm wondering, yeah, that's right. Um, but I'm wondering in your case, Kai, what, do you feel like it was one of those things where like you had the feeling before and then now you had a word to describe it? 
or sometimes there's this weird thing of like now that I have a word to describe something, now I start feeling it. Mm, yeah. <laughs> All of a sudden. <laughs> yeah. That, like this wasn't in my no, life <laughs> until I was told it could be in my life. <laughs> no, that's 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 actually uh, interesting that you say that because that does happen. I feel like that does happen a lot in like yeah. this um, culture. Like people just kind of pick up things like, yeah, I feel that too, or they just yeah. kind of hop on the bandwagon. But it's like, like no, you don't. <laughs> but no, it, like as I actually like had the term to coin it, I guess, or like to uh-huh. like, refer to it as, you know. I was just like, damn. So that's why I was always like that as a child. So that's why I kind of, like for me as a child, I like always felt weird when people would compliment me and I never understood why. Yeah. And I was just like, and I was just like, okay, maybe this is just, you know, me being weird. Like, I don't really get it. Maybe it'll just like pass away type of thing. But uh-huh. it never really did until like I fully understand what was going on. And like, it is, it is like a more complex issue than just imposter syndrome. But that was like one of the main things that um, played into it. So when I like finally um, was introduced to that, I was just like, okay, like some things are starting to make sense here, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How about That's you guys? Good, was man. it more, was it more so of like the thing of you now understood yourself better or you're just like yeah so so imposter syndrome is when is when you is when you feel that like you like like you're not actually the real thing yeah maybe you feel inadequate but like you have the results to show that you're not really you know i I ain't gonna lie i ain't gonna lie i i i was a I, I grew up with a very unrealistic view of my abilities. Honestly, completely <laughs> so, like, unrealistic. You people don't understand. Yeah, yeah. Do not understand. So, so like, with the way you're airing so like, out your brother. No, man. no, no, no. That, that's like, a big actually, theme no, on the show. No, but... no, let me let me let me let me actually be honest with you. Like I uh, I like you think of like anything that I'm sort of good at. I thought I was like the best in the world at. It. Like I <laughs> I had a very <laughs> I had like a very very weird view of my abilities. And the crazy part about that is that what it did for me is that it developed this insane amount of comparison, which like mm. to this day is just crippling because here's the thing. Here's what happens. Whenever I meet someone who um, does a thing that I enjoy or a thing that I am passionate about, even to this day, it's something that I have to actively uh, think about. I either get into one of two camps. One, I become incredibly arrogant because I'm like, oh, I'm better than you. Like, I'm betting you, no doubt. Or the other is that I literally become like, like I would say depressed because but uh, that's too heavy of a term for that. But like, I, I just get really, really down and just yeah. like gloomy because like, oh man, someone's better than me. And like, um, for me, like maybe, maybe, maybe like, I don't know if it's exactly imposter syndrome or a side effect of it or so on. Essentially, I, I, get, I just get into a place where I just feel like, I'm competing against everyone, like just mm-hmm. everyone I'm constantly competing against, which is like, I ain't gonna lie to you. It's actually kind of crazy. Like even stuff, which we even shouldn't be competing against. Like we're like, we're like, we're doing something like we're, we're like, I don't know, like making sandwiches. And I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm gonna crush you. Like in my mind, I'm like, <laughs> like, like you're finished, Kyle. Like, yeah. like that's the kind of stuff I'm talking about. Like, it's just this weird comparison thing which is just like it's just not healthy because it's just like you never quite i can't you know that verse oh man we're bringing that verse uh, you, you, verse you know yeah you know you know that verse in the bible where it's like rejoice with those who rejoice weep with those who weep and yeah, stuff you're just like nah forget i that. i literally can't do that i literally can't live that out because i'm like yeah it's crazy like you're weeping i'm like yes <laughs> no, like, like, ah, 
Like it, 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 it's, it's actually crazy. Yo, it's actually, yeah. I yeah. mean, at least you have that, you know, that self-realization because there's some people that are like that and that don't even realize that at all. So. Yeah, I, I've, 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 no, I've, but 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 I'm speaking, but I'm speaking as someone who is receiving the grace of God, and so yeah, <laughs> I'm not where I once was, bro. I'm not where I yeah. once was. Yeah, I've I've heard someone say like. Specific, specifically talking about that verse you just you just mentioned me but like it's easier sometimes to to weep with someone who's weeping like if something bad happens to someone mm-hmm. like it's very easy to sympathize with them like you know to to understand their position but the hardest part sometimes is rejoicing with someone who's rejoicing because like when, when good yeah. things happen to someone i think naturally the reflexive things like why didn't that happen to me and now you put on like this yeah. fake smile of oh yeah. i'm so happy for you <laughs> <laughs> um but, <laughs> but like deep inside um, you're plotting their demise. Um, I think I used to be um, like very similar, honestly. As a as a kid, and I like kind of what I thought back to, like it started from was like the way I was praised as a kid for everything, like for every little thing, um, especially in school. Like I was really good at academics. I was really yeah. good at sports. You know, I was like really good at kind of leading people and all that stuff. So it's like when you're like constantly praised in those Damn. areas and you're always at the top. Uh-huh. And then now, you know, you come to a point in your life where somebody else steps into the picture and they're also good seeing things you get at. Now you're like, OK, so am I losing my relevance? Like, am I losing my importance? My, so now my you platform. Feel, yeah. <laughs> you, like, you feel that, you know, you feel the need to like fight for that. Yeah. Can you like obviously like it's. I don't know if you can, but can you think of a of like a of like a period in your life when you sort of had that switch? Like, was it like, was it like when you were like a teenager or like early, like later or stuff like that? Like when that switch occurred, where it's just like, yo, I don't have to compete against everyone. I like it's still something that I'm still learning. <laughs> Honestly, like the same as you know, it still takes the grace of God for me to like step back and say. Like you're doing too much, you know, you need to, you need to calm down. It, it might not be your time now, your time will come later. But I think, um, I can't say exactly when I had that switch, but like a time that it became more real to me that I was kind of always um, like, um, what's the word, relying on people's like praise. And that that's what was pushing me to excel in certain things that maybe I didn't even care about was uh, like university. Yeah. Because mm. all throughout, like all throughout my high school, all throughout my education, I was just naturally good at stuff. Like I didn't really have to try that hard. Like I just naturally mm. understood stuff quickly. Like I'm a fast learner, right? So like when you have that, and like I'm a fast, and then my people, like my family and my parents, are always praising me, like, oh yeah, Kaya's good in school. We don't need to worry about her. Like, she, <laughs> just she, wait, like, just wait. <laughs> yeah, and, and then yeah, and I'm sitting there like, yeah, I'm good, I'm good. Like y'all don't need to yeah. worry about me. Focus on focus on your other kids that are there getting you know. <laughs> on these hooligans. Yo, 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 yo. So yo, like, I have a story about this after. Hold on. <laughs> so like all all that praise and all that you know. Um, reassurance from people kind of lifted my ego and like made me very very prideful i won't even lie to you like made me very prideful that coming to university where i had to have that discipline i had to have that structure and i was not just going to get by and then when i seen people that had the discipline and the structure and that were getting the grades that i once used to get i was like okay well like what do i do now so it kind of threw me for a loop yeah so then like that was a point that i had to like step back and say okay you might you're not just gonna get everything as it is okay like that's fine find the areas that you do excel in and you know focus on that and then the areas for improvement like you know 
do that and take time with that and allow people to have their shine you know like we're all able to reach the top it's not you excelling in one area you getting a job opportunity is not going to stop me from getting mine are you you know getting 100 doesn't mean we both can't get 100 on an exam type of thing so it's this like is Kirk. I'm just Kirk. <laughs> <laughs> i mean yeah like you know with with with, with brother the university <laughs> I mean, in the case of U of A, it's different, but, you know, you know, generally in life, like your successes are not going to stop mine. So I kind of had to force myself for the sake of me not going crazy, to be honest, like for the sake of me not like completely mm-hmm. being down all the time and being disappointed. I had to come to the realization that I have to do my best and I have to kind of stay in my lane and let, you know, other people do what they're doing in theirs. Yeah. yeah. Nah, I need to get there, man. I need to get there for real. I mean, you, you, it takes a lot of a lot of humbling. <laughs> what, why are you saying all this? You said you you, you said you had a story or something. You were going to... Oh yeah yeah, 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 So um, it's so interesting. You tell that story of like, of, like you used to like naturally do well, and like you said, like your parents and stuff would like praise you. It's so interesting. Let me tell you a funny story. This is like this is like probably like a year and a half ago. So uh, I came I came home to like visit my my parents and stuff because like I live outside of town. And so when I came, mm-hmm. my dad my dad was like on the phone talking to someone, and they were talking about like some like crazy complex thing and then and then um and then afterwards like i could hear like you know how like when your parents are talking i don't know your parents are just like talking super loud like you can actually hear yeah, exactly on the phone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah i'm like i'm like i'm like like are you like, in danger like why are you so like this technology like, like like they can hear you and so yeah. um my dad was like on the phone and just talking to a friend of his and he was like and they, they were talking about then they started talking about like us because like there's three of us like there's three boys and so Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, my there's, parents. Are... There's a there's a lost brother. Oh. <laughs> I'm kidding. He's probably listening. He's probably listening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's a good man. Good man. Um, so 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 my dad was talking to this guy about like the three of us, and then talking about oh you know, how are your boys doing and like stuff like that. And then my dad's like, my dad was talking about like the three of us. He's like, oh Moses, oh Moses is for sure the smartest one. Like da da da. My dad was just gassing, <gasps> gassing <gasps> Moses. Just like you no, know, he was like, oh Moses for sure. Like Moses, he's he he gets good. Like Moses. University is easy. Law school, da 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 da. And I'm just sitting there, like, bruh. Like, <laughs> like, like, like I, 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 I was, no, like, 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 here's the thing. Like, like he was, he wasn't even saying I'm trash or nothing. But I'm just like, yeah. oh my goodness. I actually felt like crap. I was just oh, like, yeah, bro. man, this is actually so terrible. Here, I, don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't even know how this is how to how to react to that story. Let me just tell you though, my parents, you know, they haven't seen like any report cards from me in like at least ten years. It's that's all about it's too. all about selling them on an idea, man. Yeah, that's my parents convinced I'm that I'm doing good. well. But but you know what's actually crazy? The fact that like mom and dad actually say that about you. But like I remember, like I clearly remember everyone's like, oh, it's like it's like we're talking about people are talking about like being raised as immigrants, and all, all the kids were like, oh, my parents would like be super strict, super strict, super strict. And then they get to me, it's like, yo, Mill, were your parents super strict? I ain't gonna lie, Kyle. My parents realized probably around like grade nine. That school was not the thing for me anymore. Like I wasn't that good at school. <laughs> no, 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 no. And here's the thing: mom would actually, mom would actually ask me, "Are you working hard?" Like it was, it was just, it was just, "Are you working hard?" It wasn't, "Are you doing well?" It's just, "Did you do you your best?" Hard? Yeah, literally, did you just do your best? And that's it. That's because so they knew sweet, that, like, yeah, they literally knew I wasn't gonna be getting like A's. Like I, I was like, just do your best. That's it. Aww. <laughs> She, she was trying. She's like, let me still encourage him. Yeah. And, I, I, and, while, and while she's doing that, my dad's in the other room. Moses, Moses, Moses. Ah, Moses. Yeah. 
Oh, man. Moses, what you said is funny because honestly, like, I can't remember the last time my parents saw my report card or, like, actually had a full, like, proof that I'm doing good. It's just me. And they just look at me and from, like, the little that they've seen in the past, they just. It's just vibes. It's just vibes. It's like, it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like, so, Kaya, how's school? Like, I dropped out like three years ago. (laughs) It's like, oh, no. <laughs> you laugh, but Honestly. like I, I can think of at least four people who that's literally a conversation they had with their parents. <laughs> um but getting getting to like back to the topic of like imposter syndrome, I know um I'm actually wondering like okay, how you guys even define imposter syndrome as an idea. Cause like Kaya, I think I was first exposed to it through Twitter. Um because you know Twitter grows my brain. Uh but when I sometimes when I really sit there and think about it, I'm like, I don't know how I separate this from just, you know, um, plain insecurity. And mm. I know I know even Kai, when you were talking about it, you mentioned that, you know, a lot of things go into necessarily feeling imposter syndrome. Um, and so I'm just wondering, like, how do you guys under like when you say imposter syndrome, like I feel imposter syndrome or like this is what imposter syndrome looks like. What exactly do you have in mind? Is there is there a specific manifestation of it that you that you have in mind i think um like the podcast is a great example of um like where i sometimes feel inadequate and that's kind of how i um describe imposter Mm -hmm. syndrome is just that feeling of like i'm not really enough that i'm just kind of here and it's like i'm putting on a show but like what is within me like what i have isn't really enough for what is required of this platform that i'm on or what is like what people deserve or maybe expect Mm -hmm. type of thing so to me it's like um so yeah i'm here talking about all these things and sometimes i feel like i always have to you know remind people that okay i'm not an expert even though what i'm saying might be like it's like valid right and yeah. what yeah and it might actually be helpful for some pe- for some people and i've heard you know that feedback before but then i go back and think like oh no but there are people that know better than me like okay i only have this little experience and like this and this and this and just bringing up all these excuses to kind of downplay your natural talent or your natural gifting your natural ability yeah. so like to me it's i feel like it it does go hand in hand with insecurity yeah um, sometimes but I feel like insecurity, um, some like some most times you're insecure because you actually lack that um, experience. You actually lack that knowledge. Right. Because if I was to go and in, step into a new job position and like I know absolutely nothing, of course, I'm going to be insecure. You yeah. Know? Yeah. But like but even but imposter syndrome is like you can step into a position and you actually have the knowledge. You actually have something to offer, but you'll still feel like a fraud type of thing so that's kind of how i look at it no go ahead no it's okay keep going oh no you can go oh sorry oh no Um, elbows up okay man man. okay okay here's the thing like i i um i um i don't i don't like obviously like i'm not diagnosing anything but like it's interesting that i think um i think a lot of people who tend to struggle with imposter syndrome are like generally higher achievers like people who like mm-hmm. or like almost like perf- almost like perfectionists like i don't know like i'm winners, not saying we're winners we, we win <laughs> yeah, too yeah, much yeah, yeah. we win too much yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no I, i'm not even joking man because like i remember i remember when i um when i uh when i when, when i first i literally first heard of imposter syndrome from uh do you know the guy do you know like a comedian kev on stage yeah yeah, yeah. so i remember 
remember I literally heard it from his wife. She was talking about like since one time about like the idea that like, and she's she like everything she touches basically turns to gold. Like she's just like killing everything she touches. But just the idea that like she never she's like feels like oh man I really should be here. And it's just almost like you have this like there's this image of like what of what I of like perfection and just mm-hmm. like what you're doing is you're killing it. But like what yeah. you're doing is not really that image of perfection. And in your mind you're like if I don't hit this perfection it means I'm a sham. And the thing is, people are going to realize I'm a sham. And it's just like, because I, I find that you're generally a lower achieving person who doesn't really care. Like, <laughs> when you, no, no, no. No, but no, he, like, he's, he's right. <laughs> no, but like, it's like, if you're just a generally low achiever, mediocre, and like you hit uh, some sick, you're like, yes, yes. But yeah, like, but if you, but if you, but if you like a higher achiever and you have this like image of perfection and you don't hit it, it's just like everything. It's just like, ah, I shouldn't be, I shouldn't be, I shouldn't be here. So I yeah. definitely, I definitely feel that. No, like that, that image of perfection is a big thing because just in every, it can be in like the most minor things, but you already kind of have your expectations of what you want it to look like or what you maybe feel people expect it to look like. And now you're like feeling yourself with, okay, I didn't do this. I didn't do this or I didn't do this properly. Like I could have done that better, but you're not actually addressing what you did do well. And mm-hmm. so for me, like I might be like jumping ahead of the conversation and all, but for me, like what I've learned is like I have to set like actual attainable goals because sometimes you just kind of throw it up in the air. Like, okay, let's say I want to record this episode. I want to do it on this <laughs> topic, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then you just kind of go about it. And But in your head, you're like imagining, okay, I want this episode to sound like this. I want the production to be like this. I want everything to move smoothly like this. And it's just like you haven't actually set, you know, clear, obtainable goals. So you don't have anything to like say okay i did well in that but once you finish everything even though the episode was well even though people enjoyed it you know you got your message across you're just like oh but it wasn't perfect but like when is it gonna be perfect you know Uh do you do that do you like do are you are you one of those people who like goal sets like sets like clear specific goals I have to do that just so I'm not just to avoid me getting disappointed because it's very easy for me to like get disappointed yeah. in myself and be like, oh, I could have done better. Right. So it's kind mm-hmm. of like, OK, as long as I do this, 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 I can say I did well. I can say it was successful. And it's kind of like I do that with a podcast and just kind of an everyday like my every my day to day work, because yeah. with school, like in work and all this stuff that we have to juggle in life. It's like if you kind of prioritizing as well, if we don't prioritize and if we don't actually um, like goal set, we'll kind of want to achieve everything in one day. And, you know, you'll go throughout your day. Maybe you might have done 100 things, but you don't feel fulfilled in the day. Or maybe you might have done like you didn't do anything. Now you're just like, okay, like I wasted my day. So to me, I've kind of like started goal setting in just every little area of my life. So even if even if I just have to make like a phone call and I have to send an email, as long as I that was my goal and I did that, I can say my day was successful. So like I leave it that, at that. That's that. dope. That's dope. Honestly. Whoa. Oh, so um, I honestly, I wish all like for years, my life up until this point, I've been trying to learn how to do that because like. I'm 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 the kind of person who just like sets the goal like I want to be great, like <laughs> like I'm like I'm like I'm like what, yeah. what does that mean like like and and the thing is and the thing is I'm also also that's like this like kind of all all or nothing mentality where like mm-hmm. if I if by noon I haven't been great screw this whole day like like, like I'm just like forget this I'm yeah. just gonna eat a big bag of Doritos this day is finished I'll start yeah. tomorrow. Like, <laughs> 
No, you're telling me about myself because that's how I am too. So it's like, it's something that I have to consistently remind myself, like, you're not going to do everything. You're not going to, like, it's not going to look, you don't even know what the perfect picture is that you want. You're just saying it, you know, like it's all in your head, but you're just, you don't even really know what you want. So just set things that like, you know that you can do and just do that. Do you you think social media, do you think social media sort of plays a role in that? Like just like that image yeah social media is because you don't get the full story of people right like some people have different capabilities some people they have help on the side that you don't even know you don't get the full picture you just see the highlights of like some people that like (laughs) when i see these um youtubers and these um what are they what do they call them influencers influencers yeah yeah like influencers when they do like their daily vlogs and then it's like i wake up at 6 a.m or 5 30 a.m and i go for a run and then i come back and i clean my room and then i eat a green a green drink and then i do my affirmations and i do this and i'm just like girl like get a job why don't you have a like, job I wish. <laughs> no i'm thinking like okay that's like all cute and downy yeah, but that's yeah. not me like it's yeah. that's probably not what you do that's you probably did this today for this video but tomorrow you're about to wake up at 11 you know yeah. you're not gonna yeah. brush your teeth till 3 p.m so so <laughs> and, like, you and, just and, have and to keep going oh, sorry oh no i was like you just have to focus on yourself like you can't take what people are doing because we don't have the full picture of that right yeah yeah, and the crazy part is like you try to do that, and like once again, if you have that like very all and nothing mentality, you're like, oh, I woke up. It's like going to wake up at five a.m. and all the wake up. I wake up at five thirty-eight. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. We start. We start tomorrow. Another. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's so interesting. I, I know Kai. You even mentioned like you saw the idea of imposter syndrome on social media. And I, I think it's so interesting that social media is the place where you saw it. And I know it's even the place where I saw it because um, kind of like what you mentioned, especially like among like artists and people who are like very prominent and public. It's like social media has created this thing where it's like you're not just an artist or you're not just a business person or you're not just a speaker or something. But you still have to sell the brand of what it looks like to be an artist. So it almost becomes yeah. this thing of like even if someone else is out here, you know, doing the same thing as you they can easily start feeling like they're not actually doing it because it doesn't look the same way as you. Like when I'm making music, yeah. it doesn't look like Drake when he's making music. I'm like, am I really making music? <laughs> but, yeah, but no, <laughs> <laughs> Like, am I making tunes here? Like... You're just yeah. making tracks for Drake to sample, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, no, yeah, I feel that. Um, social media is you really have to know like when to take and when to have your breaks with social media because it's it's just very i don't want to say toxic because that word is just <laughs> thrown around a lot but yeah it's it another, it another twitter word yeah it is very very toxic like there's good there's a good for social media but there's also like so many people's opinions and you can't take that for your into your own life right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know I, I do you like regularly like detox and stuff you like regularly like just take time off and stuff yeah, like, it's funny because I've been, like, I've done social media detoxes from, like, high school. Probably, it was it was less of social media detox because I guess it was less social media. It was more so for, like, school because I'm yeah, very, yeah. I'm easily distracted. <laughs> so, yeah. like, whenever exams and all that come into place, I'm just like, yeah, no, I, if I don't step away, I'm about to fail all my exams. So, I just, like, have done that from high school and then it kind of turned into social media detoxes. And, like, I feel like yeah. just whenever I feel like I'm 
like starting to compare myself too much or like i just feel you know sometimes you go on social media you just feel a lot, a lot of anxiety and it's just like when, when i yeah when i just feel that way i'm just like hey no this thing is doing like more harm for me than it is good like i'm supposed to i'm supposed to be able to come on here and laugh yeah, and connect with yeah. people and like learn things but i'm here and i'm like worried like i feel like i'm not doing enough with my life like let me uh -huh. <laughs> let me get off of this thing so yeah i remember i saw this real fun funny tweet once i can't remember who tweeted it but they were like like i, I love everyone on twitter because y'all are poor like me it's like everyone on instagram yeah. is so rich <laughs> Every, everyone on instagram is so rich they're just balling yeah. out of um, that's funny man. but like what talking about like defining imposter syndrome um i know kai when you were talking about it, there's something that really stood out to me because you talked about like let's see even the podcast where you have these ideas which you, you think are good ideas or you have like these these bits of knowledge you think are definitely true but then you feel as though almost you can't be the one delivering it and yep. and I, for me i was thinking about that because i think that applies in so many contexts where it's like you know you make good work or you produce good things or you have good thoughts but the imposter syndrome is like you're afraid of being the one who's standing behind it. Like if someone else delivered mm -hmm. that idea who you thought had more credibility, you'd be like, yeah, man, that, that's a banger, man. It's like, oh, yeah, that hits. <laughs> but it's like if I do it, it's like, nah, nah, nah. I, I have yeah. to like caveat it with all these things like, oh, I'm not sure, maybe. Um, and I think maybe that, that I think like honestly, I never thought about that until we, we started talking about it. But but maybe like that's part of what imposter syndrome is it's almost like the issues with your own identity as a person like you like mm. of of your willingness to stand behind your own like creations and your own ideas um just because i guess you you feel as though you you don't ha you don't carry that weight does yeah. that kind of make sense no that, yeah. yeah that's i've actually never thought about that before but that that is very true like um i think it kind of you mentioned it before like that insecurity with your own self yeah maybe like um how you see yourself and you don't think that you have the credibility so yeah uh -huh. you don't really you're thinking if i say this like people are not gonna listen to me but if yeah. like, they say it you know they sound more confident or whatever like it's gonna make sense and i've heard and it's funny because um like some of the things that i might have mentioned on my um own podcast if i hear it on somebody else's podcast i'm just like oh wow this sounds like so good like, like this uh -huh, sounds so different uh -huh. and i'm just like you've said this before like you've talked about the same topic like why don't you have the same confidence in your own mm. words yeah mm. so i don't i don't really know like i'm just hearing this now so it's something that i need to take time to look at in myself honestly yeah 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 i don't know i, I literally never thought about that until we started until we started having this conversation um but a question i had and, and i know i sent all the questions out before but like even just among the three of us, like I know we all have like very different backgrounds. Me and Emils is more similar, but I mean like you know, you know we're black and African and students, teachers, male, female, mm -hmm. Christian, um, and like you, obviously we all occupy like a lot of different spaces um, throughout any given day. And I was wondering, are there, are there, is there any like particular realms or instances where you like most intensely feel those feelings of imposter syndrome, um, and like maybe like because i feel as though in some obviously in some spaces you're more confident and more assured in who you are while others is less so mm -hmm. and I was, I was wondering like do you guys feel as though there's certain places where where, where those feelings really hit you mm. no for me for oh, me okay. i can say like um as a student sometimes yeah kind of 
like in university i feel like it takes some time to find your footing Uh i guess and i i don't know with university like i'm not the most like i'll know i'll have my knowledge but i'm typically like more introverted so i keep that to myself so when you're like in a room full of people that are very extroverted and you know have all these big words and they're always you know talking all this stuff (laughs) and like Mm -hmm. you just kind of okay let me just take the back seat here so school like and the student is for sure like one place where i felt Mm. that um i think podcasting like as i said before is definitely a place and kind of um intertwined podcasting is just being a christian as well like being a christian and then having a podcast is like okay um now i'm on a platform and now Uh people like might you know look at me as like the model christian or the model you know the model person is like guys like i'm learning this the same time you are like we're all on our different you know journeys we're all on our different levels and even um like i'm a i'm also a singer and i'm a worship leader at church and so like hey the, nice. pressure. the pressure oh my god yeah no no <laughs> like honestly the pressure <laughs> like something like people don't people don't understand sometimes Dude, because man. like you know when you're on a platform people Literally, you know yeah. tend to lift you up and it's just like okay now yeah. not only do i have to like um not only do I have to, you feel like you have to live up, live up to the expectations, but now I also have to, you know, try and remain yeah. humble, like on this, on this platform. So it's like, it's always a fight because like you want to be able to um, represent, you know, your faith and whatever you represent yeah. properly, but you also want to be real and genuine and show that you're not perfect yeah. and you're not, you know, you don't have it all together and that like, you're not better than anybody else. Right. It's like, I always try and be a good example, but like, I will make my mistakes. I don't know everything. Like, yeah. <laughs> so I just try and be as um, transparent and as genuine as possible. But like, I, a lot of the time I do feel like a fraud when the things, things that I'm saying, cause it's like, you learn as you go. So I might say something one day and like, I might learn, um, I might learn that, okay, I was incorrect or I didn't fully understand what I said. So now I might want to retract it, but it's just like you know you don't yeah, have that opportunity yeah. you don't have that freedom when you're on this platform or where you're um lifted up or elevated in this way so it's like it's very hard um to to um to be real when people kind of put these expectations in, on you because then it's just like you yeah. know yourself and you know what you go through but then yeah. people are looking at you in a different light yeah. so like that's why i'm glad me and emil set a very low bar for this podcast um we've yo, yo, had, yo. <laughs> no man we've already had like three or four explicit episodes come out so like now if people get texts from me which may be a little bit explicit they know i'm keeping the same energy everywhere i go <laughs> you know no. you, you know you know what's actually so interesting i was thinking about what you were saying um kaya is the thing is like especially like as like a worship leader and like someone who's like like in who does stuff for like churches and like in the christian space and like mm-hmm. like someone who's like talented at it do you sometimes feel like this pressure when when like you just like let's be honest let's say I don't. I've never hey, been hey. to your church, but but I'm sure you're killing it. But let's just say, for example, like you're just killing it, and someone's like, "Yo, um, I love that song you sang." Do you sometimes feel the like pressure to be like, oh, "Thank God, thank you, God." Um, like, do, do love, you feel that pressure? I love. I love that you said that. <laughs> I love that you said that because I feel like that's something like I'm learning now. Because like I like going back to what I said before. As a mm-hmm. child, I never, I can never take compliments. I never understood, yeah. you know. Yeah. Like whenever people would compliment me, even to this day, like sometimes I like 
like I'm fighting it and like I'm learning more what it actually is but I was just like that's so weird like just leave me alone like okay I did what I did just <laughs> just leave it alone because to me like specifically um singing was just something that um I didn't feel like I I needed recognition for because I didn't work for it like it was just mm. I just, oh, it was just like, naturally I, I just had it yeah I wish I had that gift <laughs> no but like it could it could be in anything like to me yeah, yeah, like yeah. it could even you know just in any area i just felt like i just it's like it wasn't something yeah. i worked for but i was yeah. also like i used to dance and so whenever people would compliment that i was like so ecstatic like i loved it because it was something that i worked for like i yeah. knew the sweat and the like the time that i put into it so like I could when people would say thank you or good job, I'd be like, yeah, like good job to like good job to you. You know, you did well type of thing. <laughs> but then like I'm learning now that honestly it was like it is a lot of pride that's backing it because yeah. at the like I I take the thanks when it's something that I've worked for because I want to take like the mm. for it pretty much you know like I want to take the praise for it. but something that a gift that was given to me it's like so strange to me to take the things because it's just like but i didn't work for it but it's just like you don't need yeah. to work for it to you know to you know accept reap the um, benefits yeah. yeah to reap the benefits and accept um that it's actually you know blessing people's life or that people are actually benefiting from it you know so yeah. it's just like i wanted to be able to say that i worked for it before like i said thank you or whatever so like i'm like yeah. learning that whole side of humility and that whole side of you know like stepping back because it is hard to like people will be coming and saying all these things and I'm just like, hmm. I don't know what to say. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know what to say to you. <laughs> like, I want to say thank you, but it also sounds like, you know, so yeah, yeah. It, it is very, very difficult. <laughs> the, the struggles of being I, but, an achiever. But, but I've, but I've actually, but I've actually heard like in response to that, I've heard someone say literally like the idea of like, like speaking of the humility, like the idea of like fake humility is still a form of pride. Uh -huh. yeah. yeah. Like, like, yeah, I think what? it depends on. I think it just depends on maybe like how you feel in your heart. Like, are you genuinely humble, or is it? Because some yeah. people, you know, some people, it's it's really sick, twisted thing. But like, they'll actually like deny praise as a way to invite more. Yeah, yeah. I see it all the time. It's like time people people kid. try to compliment. Oh, you did so good. Like, no, 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 this is horrible. And there's like, but it, all it does is encourage more people going, yeah. to keep going. I remember I learned that when I was like in like real young elementary. And I just started practicing that in my life where like if people if I if I complimented someone and they don't accept it, I'm yeah. like, okay, and then you just you move on. Time, yeah. No, you just walk away. It's like, <laughs> all right, cool, time, man. <laughs> and you see people like, like they melt. They're like, oh, are you done? It's like, yeah, man. <laughs> that was that was one time. <laughs> one guy, That's one guy's like, oh Moist is like, oh, you did a great job. The guy's like, no, it was trash. Moist's like, yeah, you're right. No, not to do that again, you know? But yeah, no, no but like, it, like fake humility is 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 a really big thing, especially like Moses said, like if you know you the you know the source of it, if it's coming from your heart or not. Like people can say, Oh no, like it's okay, whatever, whatever, but in their heart they're like, Yeah, you know, praise me more type of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I actually Moses, I think you asked the question like where do we feel imposters kind of thing. Mm hmm I you know, I I was actually looking at the looking at the thing you sent, like the text you sent. I think for me, it's definitely like um, the Christian realm, man. Like, mm -hmm. because, because, like, it's weird because, like, I don't know, like, our upbringing was very, like, uh, like we had, we, we, I think, I think we had a very clear picture of what it meant to be, like, a follower of Jesus. And, like, I think I realized very early on, like, this was really, like, I just didn't necessarily fit in with that. And it's just, like, 
to this day, there's this idea of like trying to find my own way as a follower of Jesus. But just like in my own mind, it's just like, nah, like, like, like you ain't for real. Like you're just a messed up dude trying to pretend to follow Jesus. And it's just like, I definitely felt that in like the faith thing, but I think it's, I don't know, like it's something which I'm still trying to understand. Like the idea of like, it doesn't following Jesus doesn't always look the same way for every person, but it's just like, it's such a hard thing for me to work through. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think to just to jump off of that, I feel like, um, like for me personally, where I kind of see myself falling there is where I'm looking to people to like define what it looks like Mm -hmm. to follow Christ. And like, yeah, there are great people that we can look up to and that we can, um, um, like emulate their ways or we can, whatever it is but at the end of the day like i always have to remind myself that like people are not perfect that they can only Mm. you know show on the outside but at the end of the day like if i want to be like jesus i have to look to jesus period like and and that's what it should be you know so like continuously knowing that okay if i want to learn more about love or practice love like i should look to people i mean sorry i should look to jesus because people like (laughs) their interpretation of love can vary in so many different ways you know some people think love is you know being really strict some people think love is is withholding compliments some people think love is all type of weird things you know so it's just like if you want to know something of jesus go to the source yeah Yeah. amen amen i think i'm probably a little bit different in that respect like i like 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 emile said i definitely agree that we grew up like this very particular idea of what it meant to be a christian but i know like we talked about in earlier episodes but for me, like having gone through like a period of like pretty active like atheism, nowadays a part of me is just happy that I'm that I can say I believe in God. Like like that's that's almost okay. like the, the threshold I've set for myself. Like as long as I believe in God, like you know, it really could be worse. <laughs> um, let's try, let's try go for, let's try work from here. Um, but uh, but I know like I know for me like when I think about the places where I most acutely feel imposter syndrome, it's probably like in when i'm in the minority mm. which is weird because like you know as a black person you're used to being in the minority like the I, minority I, I, bro. yeah like I, i've talked to my friends about it <laughs> it's weirder for me like if i walk into a room and it's all black people in there and i like i didn't expect it that's weirder for me than if it's all white people like, if i walk into a room that's, that's and it's just true, like actually. 20 black people i'm like yo is this a trap why <laughs> why, why are all these black yo, people yo, 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 yo you know what you know what's actually so funny have you guys have you guys ever been in like a place where you didn't expect to see a bunch of black people or like you expect to be just both white people? And then you see like like a black like like a black like auntie or something like just like you see a black person, you just like your heart just like melts. You're just so happy to see them. Yeah. You guys ever had that feeling? Yeah. yeah. One guy, I heard I heard someone say that like white people feel that every moment of every day. No, they don't. <laughs> yeah. No. They walk I, into I get room I get I get the joke, and, but yeah, yeah, yeah. They walk white people don't be loving each other like that, see, man. Yeah. They literally see someone looks like like in the job interview when you do a job interview and you see like a black person you're like yes I got but it. But a white person literally sees a white person every everywhere. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But but like I know for me like when I say like being in the minority it's more so like when when it becomes apparent to me that like I'm the odd one out. Even if like I I very much like deserve to be like I remember these, an example I can think of is um, last year I was working in like this research lab and like I I had good grades like I had every reason to be there. But then eventually, over time, it became clear to me that, like, oh, wait, I'm, like, the one black guy in this whole room of, like, 20 people. And, like, mm-hmm. I'm not wearing the hiking boots or, like, the classic. <laughs> I'm a bi- no, but if anyone, anyone's been Come to U of A now, yeah. knows what the bio, bio I, TA I, I, looks I like. See it. The Patagonia I see it. jackets. 
<laughs> the hiking I boots, the long hair, dirty fingernails. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, this is getting rude now. No, no, I'm just saying, man. No, they're working with dirt. They're they're, they're people of the soil. Um, (laughs) No, but it became clear to me over time, like, oh, I don't look like that. And then, like, whenever someone would look at me for too long, I'm like, yo, what are they thinking in their head? And Mm. over time, it just became like this real fear. Like, I, I, my ideas were good. I saw ideas. I knew what I was doing. But just because, you know, you're the odd one out in that scenario, you start Mm. to feel like an imposter. And yeah. I, don't, I think that's just one example. For me, it just tends to be like those spaces where you really are like the, the odd one out, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay. I know, uh, obviously, Kaya, we don't we don't have you for too much longer. Um, and so I kind of wanted to wrap up with the idea of like, what do we think is so bad about imposter syndrome? And like, I know some for some people, it might just seem self-evident. Like, obviously, you know, we don't want, we, we, no one's out here promoting insecurity. But, like, how... I'm trying to think of a better way to phrase this. How do we, like, in what way do we think it's most detrimental? Because I know, like, for me, something which always sticks out is... Uh, um, I remember I listened to this interview once with Andre 3000. Uh, and it was with Rick Rubin. And anyone who doesn't know, like, Andre 3000 hasn't released music, like, in 10 years. More than 10 years at this point. And Rick Rubin asked him, like, hey, man, do you still make music? And he's like, yeah, I make music all the time. Like, he's like, I, you know, I mess around on the piano. I make songs here or there. And he says, like, yeah, I've probably made hundreds of songs in the last 10 years. And he's like, why don't you ever release them? And he's like, you know, I just, I just never feel like they're good enough. Mm-hmm. And I remember I was sitting there, and, like, it was pretty jaw-dropping. I'm like, Andre 3000. Because, wow. like, I can guarantee you there are some hits yeah. among those songs. Like, there are probably some amazing songs in there. But for some reason, he listens to him and he's like, nah, this isn't good enough to release. And yeah. just that insecurity has kept him locked up in his house for 10 years. Well, not locked up in his house, but like just not releasing music for 10 years. Uh-huh. And I remember when I heard that, I felt so sad because I was like, yo, man, the world is being robbed of like some beautiful things. And like you think about people like even like Lauren Hill or that, that's another like musical example of someone who like someone who I know they have they have bangers, they have gems, they have all time classics. But for one reason or another, that insecurity is keeping them from from putting it out there. And I think those are very like extreme examples, but I think it applies to all of us. Like, there's so many people out there who could be doing fantastic things if they just weren't scared, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't. I, I don't know. I, how? How? Like, when you guys think about imposter syndrome, like, why? Do you, like, what do you guys think is necessarily so negative about it, or, or how do you see it matter? Like, what? What impacts do you see it having, maybe on your own lives, like the people around you or the people you're familiar with? I think for myself, it's um, like the cycles of negative thoughts that it mm-hmm. allows. Like you're just always in your head and like you kind of covered it all, but pretty much comparison kills. Like you're always there comparing. Yeah. You're never you're never free to even just do what you love to do and to put it out there. Like even if nobody listens to it, like you you like you can't even put it out there you know like you're pretty much restricted you know and those negative thoughts of like you're not good enough and it might start in one area but i feel like once you kind of let it roam free it's bound to take over into other areas of your life that you might have had that confidence and you might have been doing your thing in so i feel like like i feel like imposter syndrome is like it's it's really important to um like address it when you see it not that uh-huh. like it not that um i know that was one of your questions that not that everything about it is bad because i feel like there's an underlying way that it could motivate somebody in a yeah. way 
But, sometimes um, you are an imposter. Yeah, y'all need to. Some people need to hear that. <laughs> you are an imposter. Sometimes you are trash. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, like to me, it's mostly the way that it limits you. And like for me, it could have very much limited me in you know in this podcast in school. A lot of the opportunities. Yeah. Um, even like something as small as scholarships, like there's so many times where Yo, I know I qualify for scholarships. There's so much money on the table, man. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, that's free money. Come on now. Like if you don't get it, okay, you have nothing to yeah. lose. But like, if you don't apply, that's free money that you miss out on. So it's just like mm-hmm. those little things that if you let those thoughts ruminate and you just kind of, you know, you, um, meditate on them more and more like it makes you miss out on some amazing opportunities so to me that's like that's enough reason that i yeah. that i don't want to sit on it yeah i never thought about that like mm-hmm. the whole idea of it growing like you know obviously you can have insecurity in one area of your life or it feeling imposter syndrome in one area of your life but then it's like when you don't address it like, like what you're saying kai it starts to spread mm-hmm. into more and more areas of your life it's like wait if i'm not good at this why do i think i'm good at that and it's like yeah. if i'm not good at that why do i think i'm good at anything and then eventually yeah. you just become <laughs> become someone with, with, with zero self-belief yeah um, yeah. yeah for real and I, I, I mean i know you've never personally dealt with these feelings so it might be kind of hard. <laughs> Uh, no, I I, I think I, high achievers only. Hundred percent, bro. That should be a new podcast. Point, podcast there, man. Moses and the high achiever. Three point two G. Three point two GPA, bro. Don't don't tell my ex. I think I, I I think um I think one of the one of the tough things about like imposter syndrome per se is that what it does, it, in my personal opinion, is that it like it undermines everything that you did up until that point. So like, mm-hmm. like, like you think of, let's say, for example, um, you get to, let's say you go to like grad school and you're like, Hey, um, I really shouldn't be here. What that does is essentially it begins to undermine what you did in undergrad. It begins to undermine what you did in high school. It begins to undermine mm-hmm. what you did all along the way. And like, there, there was this quote I saw like today. Um, and it just says like, never let the future disturb you. You will meet it if you have to with the same weapons of reason, which today arm you against the present. So, like, the idea that, like, you have, like, right now, like, it's crazy to think that right now we have the tools, we have the tools that allowed us to get to this point. And when we get to whatever point we're going to go to next, whatever it might be, the fact that, like, the process of growing will prepare you for that moment. It's just, like, like no one's going to, like, if you, like if, you're, if you get to a point where you're like, just, like, doing something else and just really blows off, the idea, like, you know, you guys have heard that thing, like, there's no such thing as overnight successes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah and so the idea that like what allowed you to get to that point when you when you say i don't belong here you're just like undermining everything that went and everything that you poured in everything that got you up, up until that point point. and so i don't know like just like enjoy the moment like enjoy the moment and like Live even if life. you don't blow up yeah <laughs> don't blow up you at least you at least have a good time <laughs> yeah. yeah i think i think probably just just maybe a closing point like i feel as though sometimes that failure is a necessary part of it like it, 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 like that 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 experience of maybe putting something out there or sharing an idea yeah. and having it be shot down or realizing it's maybe not as good as you thought it was because yeah it, it, it we're not saying people don't have inflated self worth or inflated <laughs> inflated ideas about about the quality <laughs> of their work um, but I think yeah sometimes it is it is definitely helpful to to have those have 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 those things fail and then and then try to recover from it 
And, 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 and I think on that failure point, like the thing is like, failure is kind of, in some cases, failure is relative, right? Like, just because it failed in one area, that doesn't mean it's a total sham. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Um, so I know, Kai, you don't have too much time, so we're probably going to wrap up the episode there. I think I think that's a solid point to end on. People, believe in yourselves. Go out there. Fail. Um, try. Believe hard. Do. Believe hard. That's a that's a classic <laughs> tagline uh, from Baseball Heretics episode two, I think. Um, but yeah. anyway... Uh, we just want to say thank you, Kaya, obviously for coming out. This was this was actually really fun. I enjoyed it. I expected it to be fun. I expect you to enjoy it, but um, it still <laughs> exceeded you. expectations. I, um, I learned a lot. I learned a lot. My brain just yeah. got bigger. Uh, you might be having <laughs> an this aneurysm. Is a good time. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, uh, so like we said before, you guys can find Kaya at Hear Me Out Podcast. Is uh, is there any, any anywhere else that you'd like them to? I know maybe you don't want them to follow you on social media, so <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you guys can um, follow Hear Me Out Podcast. Um, it's Hear yeah. Me Out Pod um, Podcast on Instagram, and of course, Hear Me Out Podcast on Apple Music, Spotify, and all streaming places. And um, yeah, if you want, you can follow my Instagram as well. Just my name, Kaya Mara. And for sure, like and subscribe to Basement Full of Heretics. Oh, thank you, my good. <laughs> thank you. We thank don't plug you. it up. It means, it means a lot more coming from you, man. Honestly. These thank people, you. Yeah. You people hear us say yeah, it every we're... week, and you don't do it. No, but. <laughs> <laughs> so subscribe better go up this week. <laughs> There's people who literally Google, search our thing, and every listen week. to the episode, every and week. not even subscribe. See, listen to that's, the episode. See, and those are right? ops, man. That's how you know you have enemies. People, people, people listen, like... but they don't want to give you views. <laughs> it just shows they 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 you guys have something that they need they're just yeah, too prideful man. to come accept it it's all right it's all right oh, the whole army of imposters bro <laughs> uh but yeah thank thanks kai for coming out um you know hopefully there's something we can do in the future again mm-hmm. uh, this was this was a great time um and that's all for this week's baseball heretics i'm not going to tell you all the to like and subscribe because kai did that for us um but anyway like and subscribe or else people um <laughs> Uh, and yeah, that's everything. Do you guys want to say bye? Oh, yeah. Take it easy, guys. Bye. All right, bye. Everybody. Thank Take you. Care. Much love.